0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Missing Podcast. My name is Kanzi. And I'm
1: Taylor.
0: And on this podcast, we switch topics every week to get the ball rolling, and this week it is Taylor's turn. What was your favorite childhood video game? Soul Calibur. Wow, that was fast. Full stop. Hell yeah. That was really like the first video game I played. Mm. I watched my brother play a lot of Zelda.
1: Okay.
0: Wasn't allowed to watch him play Goldeneye. Yeah, that I mean, when you think it, when you put it in today's terms, it's very mild. Yeah, but back, but then. back then, in the early two thousands, nineties, yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was the game that I w- I could play with my siblings mm-hmm. and like have fun and stuff. And there was <laughs> there was one time because uh, my brother always put on a handicap for himself mm-hmm. because I was just that bad. I'm also nine years younger than he is. <laughs> so so there was a difference. <laughs> and we were playing the game, and he was like, All right, last round, I'm gonna take off the handicap. And I was like, Okay, it's real serious now. So you get, we set it so we had four stocks apiece. Okay. And so we're fighting, he kills me, and then I kill him. And I was like, Oh my God, I killed him without the handicap. And he kills me, and I kill him. And I was like, <gasps> And he's like, Hey, you're doing really good. And I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. And then dad calls him and says, "Hey, it's time for dinner." We're like, hey, "In a minute. This is important." So then he kills me and I kill him. So we're both one life left. And it's just I I'm, I'm a button masher. I don't have like any sort of strategy or nothing. I just smack buttons around. So I'm clacking away at the buttons, and he's doing his typical, like, oh, like, he was actually trying really hard. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it once in a lifetime dream. And then I finally beat him. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> and then we went upstairs to dinner, and I was like, what were you doing? You are all screaming. <laughs> and I was like, I won. Mm-hmm. So I still – so when he moved out, he gave me his Dreamcast. Because nice. you knew how much I liked that game. And it's the only game that I can really – well – not the only game. It's the only fighting game that I can just absolutely trash Boyfriend at. Mm,
1: that's hard to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And he says it's because of the way it's set up, and I'm like, nope, it's just because I'm better than you at this one. <laughs> we are just accepting it that I am better in this Because
1: his,
0: his brawling game is Smash, which is set up in a 2D format. Mm-hmm. Um, so Caliber, you're able to rotate the camera around, so it's more of a 3D space. Mm. It keeps you in a 2 2D window looking at him.
1: You get to...
0: But it is a little bit more involved in the 3D space. That makes
1: sense. Yeah.
0: And it's funny, because I try out a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. Well like, I, I fight with him, and I'm, like, trying this combo and trying to get that combo down. And then when I get tired of him winning, I just go, fine, you know what? <laughs> and then I beat him. But one time, my brother came over and was watching me and boyfriend play. And he's like, I'm gonna try. <laughs> it was great. Because um, you can knock each other off the stage. Mm-hmm. And so... My brother would lead him over to the end and just punt him right off. And that's how he won every single (laughs) fight was by knocking him off the stage and after they were done my brother was like, I have never knocked someone off the stage that many times before and I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) I was like, humbled boyfriend. Mm. Also any racing game I smoke him Hmm. Mm too. I don't think I would have
1: expected
0: that one. Yeah. If it's a racing game I destroy him. Unless it's Mario Kart. Cannot. He's figured out. You know how like when you do the drift thing and you get the blue sparks and you go really fast? Yeah. He's figured out how to do that almost the whole way through the track. What? Yeah, so he just like flies past everyone. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the last time I played Mario Kart we were playing live. And I was starting. (laughs) It was one of the things. I would be in like second place behind him. And then right before the finish line someone would shell me. And then I'd be in like ninth place. And I was getting to the point where I was like boyfriend, I love you, and you can keep playing this, but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm mad and this isn't fun anymore. I was like, so I need to take a break.
1: i start hurling things. I was like, before I was just, like, frustrated, like, I'm
0: gonna get you back, but when I start getting, like, mad to the point where it's not fun anymore, I'm like, okay, I need to calm down and have a break.
1: Yeah. I once put down Lego Harry Potter, I think the second one, for about three months because I couldn't get up into the basilisk head, like,
0: Here's it d- I'm really bad at platforming. I am I just- so bad at platformers. So there's a game we played It's called Nier Automata. It's such a good game and the music in there ah it's so good. Anyways, um there was a boss battle that you know how it comes in phases like mm-hmm. they'll do this thing and this thing happens and then this thing changes like and on the third phase it would create platforms and they would go up in the air and you have to climb up platforms to get up there to hit them. I could not get to the third platform to save my life. It was so bad to the point where during that boss battle, I would give the controller to boyfriend so that he could get up there and then I would continue to fight.
1: I'm not gonna lie, there there was a family, f- there is a family friend, and when he was young, I would.
0: Uh, you can turn yourself up just a smidgen. I, can oh, I can't. I gotta say what I'm doing here. Ah. She's triple tasking. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little I'm better. In.
1: Yeah, it's better. I'm in I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I uh I think it was a game on my phone. I would walk in to go to martial arts and I'd hand him my phone and be like, fix it And he'd get me past a point and then he'd hand it back and be like, even remember what it was for. <laughs> um, yeah, but like I didn't play a lot of fighting games as a kid because they just weren't fun for me. Like I would get to that point of rage like really fast, like mm. this isn't fun anymore. So I just played a lot of like goal achieving games. Like my favorite was probably SpongeBob SquarePants. I not remember what it was. But my, par- my sister apparently found it for the Switch, which is the only reason I want to get a Switch, <laughs> so I can play that game again.
0: Uh, you might like, uh, shoot. To starts with a T. It's a puzzle-solving game with a robot AI. Tau is something.
1: I don't know.
0: But you actually might really like it. Um, because it's a it's a puzzle game basically the whole way through. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a little bit of risk, but it's because part of the puzzle will kill you if you're not careful. Oh. So, but I mean, like, if you die, you just start over. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. So it's like, some of them are really hard to the point where me, where I was like, boyfriend, you played this. And he was like, I know, but I don't remember how I solved it. (laughs) And then we'd have to Google it. (laughs) And then it'd be like, oh, duh. It's really, some of them are really hard though, because it involves time. Mm -hmm. So you would make a recording of yourself doing certain steps. And then you go back and hit the plus play on the recording. Mm -hmm. And then real you would use recording while you were doing stuff. So there'd be two of you moving around. So, <laughs> so you had to like think in layers.
1: No. It was really
0: weird. It was okay. So I'm the recording, and this. So, so I'm recording. I'm going over here, and I would think of like what the person. Okay, and then real me is gonna come over here, and then I have to step on this. And then recording me is gonna carry the platform over here while I'm on it. And then I'm gonna stand here. I'm gonna do this thing. Okay, then I'm gonna, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No. It was really weird, but it was really cool. No. Ah, speaking of video games, mm. I have an absolute favorite. I'm an obsession. Because I always liked Final Fantasy Seven. I never played it though, because I was too little when it came out. And by the time I got interested, like, my PS One was like on its last legs. <laughs> and then it like disappeared. So We had PS Two, yeah. which wasn't backwards compatible back then. So I just had to like. Ooh dream about it until youtube was like hey and then even then it was like there was like almost no content for it for me so i was just like living vicariously through people who would played it (laughs) so when the remake finally came out the remake that we heard like hey we're doing a remake Mm -hmm. basically we're gonna take the original game and give it all of the brand new graphics of current games oh wow and do a little bit of story update and change which is just brilliant by the way um and it actually is influenced marginally by your choices. Okay. Just a little bit. Not as usually as with Until Dawn.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, where if you make that choice, this character's for sure going to die. <laughs> um, more, more along the lines of... Because um, there's Aerith and there's... Um, oh, I just forgot her name people who know final fantasy 7 are screaming at me right now like it's this tifa there we go i got it i was like it's, it's anyway there's aerith and tifa and based on your decisions he either falls in love with aerith or tifa cloud does why not both <laughs> first of all i was like he can't be in love with aerith cuz aerith is in love with zack who's dead oh. and i'm not doing that Cause I've read books like that and it's just, mm. if it's the point where they're like, they're not moved on from them and they're still mourning and someone's like, I'm in love with you. And they're like, I'm so really sad. I'm like, that sh- that's, stop it. Weird. Yeah. So I was like, besides you've known Tifa since you were like four. <laughs> I was like, Tifa has been in your life from the beginning. You guys grew up together in the slums and you've known Aerith for like a total of a week. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like no Aerith's a great character she's amazing I love her but for my little romance her I'm like childhood friend person you've known forever who knows you <laughs> instead of Aerith because Cloud by the way if you haven't picked up on it Final Fantasy 7 remake is my favorite game ever <laughs> because Cloud um, he got all jumbled up so he thinks that he's a super soldier but he's not he's just a regular guy oh jeez and he got all jumbled up because Zach, his best friend, was telling him, Here's my life as a super soldier. Like, hey, I got this mission thing. Want to come with me? Mm-hmm. And he went through like an incredibly huge trauma. And in order to cope, his brain was just like, You know what? These stories that Zach told us are actually our memories. And we'll forget no. that Zach existed entirely. <sighs> oh, no. Yeah. So there's a couple times where Aerith will say Zach's name and it'll do like a weird, distorted radio thing. Because his brain's like, Nope. Really That's ridiculous. drama. Really Don't ridiculous. know. And the big bad guy, Sephiroth, was actually really good friends with Zach. Mm. Like they were he was like top soldier. Like they were good to go, kind of thing. And <laughs> well, I guess Cloud kind of is a super soldier. She got thrown thrown into the serum. Um. So like Sephiroth obviously went crazy. And then Zack was like, I have to save Cloud. <laughs> And in their final stand, as he broke Cloud out, and Cloud's, like, having his whole, like, I was just in super soldier serum, and now I feel horrible and awful, and my body's trying to remake itself. Ah! So (laughs) So,
1: gross!
0: (laughs) 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 So, basically, Cloud's just a real traumatized boy.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And they love him. (laughs) They love him so much. And, like, the voice actors they got for the English version... Are so freaking good. Yeah. Like I am proud of the effort they put in.
1: Sometimes I swear it's like it's really hit or miss.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is why I like Studio Ghibli. Like I so appreciate they really just look high and low for people to be in these roles.
1: They they will find who they want and they will get you in this role. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is like every time I watch um How's Moving Castle It's
1: Christian. I remember,
0: the day I learned it was Christian Bale, I felt like my brain exploded. I was like, what? Batman? (laughs) What? Because Christian Bale is actually like, he's such a phenomenal actor. Mm -hmm. He's so good. I
1: think that's, I kind of felt that same way when I learned that like Mark Hamill was such a like prolific voice actor. I know.
0: Like, he's huge. Yeah. I think it's funny because people only know him as like Luke Skywalker. I'm like, the man has like voiced so many things, but I
1: think that was a really smart move for him mm-hmm. because he was like, "My face will forever be Luke Skywalker." I like acting. I'm just gonna go into voice acting, mm-hmm. and especially with the range he has. Oh yeah,
0: like he's most famously known for Joker.
1: Yeah, and he's also Batman, mm-hmm. and he's also he's so many a dude cop in that show. I don't know. The other
0: one. He's he's so many. He's so good. Cause I think a lot of people forget like the reason Mark Hamill is still like really successful is because he's voice acting, mm-hmm. and you don't see his face.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you're not paying attention, you won't hear him because he's putting on the voice. Yeah. <laughs> voice acting would be really fun. Dude, I learned that the voice actor for Ang um, wasn't even in the same state. What? Cause he was so little, he was still in school. So he would go to school, come home, and record his lines, and send them off to LA. So he, like, didn't even meet the cast until, like, way later. Oh, that
1: would be such a weird
0: experience. I know. To be like, I'm the front runner of a show, and I haven't even met the voice actor of Katara and Sokka yet. Weird. Which is funny, because the only person I know is Dante Pasco, and that's because he's
1: Rufio!
0: I don't know any of the other actors' names. All I know I'm is really nothing bad about
1: that. Like I don't, I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. I will say, so for vo- voice actors. There's a pretty awesome kids show called Bluey. Dude, none of the kid actors are uh, children. No, they're they're all children, mm-hmm. but none of them are. Um, none of their names are released.
0: Oh, good, good, yeah. good. So Keep nobody, them safe.
1: they don't get credit. They're not listed for credit on the the credit scenes or anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, they can that's kids. that's
0: smart because they're like these kids are like having a good time doing a voice acting career but also like the public should have no idea who they are so that they can like be a child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means because they're not being pressured so horribly their voice acting comes across way better yeah like- although kelsey did say she w- i was like yeah blue she's like oh i've heard so many people talk about blue she's like you know what blue is blue is a show for the adults In the disguise of four children. She's like, it is literally a grown up show.
1: I've heard somebody describe it as parenting. It's a parenting show that kids enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. Because I've watched a
0: lot of full grown adult men and women get incredibly teary eyed over some Bluey episodes.
1: So there's one. I haven't seen one, but. (laughs) Okay, so there's one where Bluey and Bingo, her little sister, are playing like pregnancy. Mm hmm. And, Didn't they uh,
0: ban that one or something?
1: No. So what happens with that one that's super emotional is I think Bluey has the balloon, maybe Bingo. But at one point they're they're showing off to mom and dad, and it pops, and immediately dad grabs mom's hand before going <gasps> to help with the boy. With no with the way! Yeah, immediately, and it's so it's like blinking, you'll miss it, but immediately like she just. Mom goes still. Dad grabs her hand, and then they help the girls process that, like whatever happened. And so the thought no is, no way. The thought is that mom had a miscarriage. Visual
0: storytelling in a uh, children. Ah,
1: uh, There's an episode. There's an episode where their dad is like pretend pregnant with Bingo again, and they get the neighbor involved to deliver the baby. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's just, I love Bluey. Like, I love watching Bluey. Like, that's a show that I would turn on and sit down and watch. Like, it's so cute.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's one of those things of, it, they're like, oh, it's a kid's show. But you can tell the artists put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Because well, no. they did visual storytelling without saying anything. And all the adults picked up on it. Yeah. The kids probably know something happened there, but they don't know. They
1: don't know what?
0: They don't know enough about stuff to even make an inference. But all every single adult went, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: and they don't shy away from like heavy topics
0: mm. like,
1: which is why Avatar was such a great cartoon yeah it was oh, my was
0: little 12 year old brain about war. war crimes and like you know the uh, uh, and the things people were doing to just survive
1: yeah like and then jet dying like yeah what jet
0: freaking dying and then toph being like he's no. lying
1: and you're like and so it was like
0: Oh, no. And then and then they throw the tails of bossing say at you. Beams on the <laughs> like, Come on. I so there was a guy who was watching Avatar for the first time, and everyone said, "Make sure you record your live action, record yourself when you when it's Iroh's turn." So he did. And he's like, "Hey, this is pretty great." Oh, I'm looking at him. He's the robber. He's showing him how to do it better, but also like how to be a better person. He's like, "Oh, what's he doing on the hill?"
1: He's eh, his, his son
0: huh? And then he like you see a little turn. He's like. You
1: guys said this was. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> just like, uh. literally, literally, I can just, like, our mutual friend Steph, I can just send her these on the vine and she will, like, send me a message back. She'll be, like, sobbing. She's like, I hate you. Leave me alone. Leave <laughs> <Hate> me alone. <laughs> and I'm just like, but it's so, it was so impactful as a kid.
0: Well, especially when you learn that, like, his son died in a decision that Iro made. Yeah. Like,. He's literally directly responsible for the death of his son.
1: Yeah. Well, and not even just that. Like, like watching the character growth and development of everyone, like, sometimes they made bad choices. Mm -hmm. And they literally had to deal with the consequences of making that bad choice. I
0: made a choice, here's the consequence. Yeah. It wasn't, I made a choice and we'll just pretend that never happened. Yeah. Like, Zuko dealt with the consequences of his choices of him and Katara having a moment in the show of, like... And she's like, listen, you're not actually, like, that bad of a guy. Like, you're actually really traumatized. And then his trauma kicked in, and he fell back on what he knew.
1: Okay, but, like, what a a more realistic explanation or example of what true healing looks like. Mm-hmm. It's not a linear line. Which is
0: why when he finally is like, you know what, I gotta help these guys. Katara's the last one to let him in because she was the first one to let him in.
1: She was the first one to be betrayed by him. Yeah, so Obviously, she was like, no, I know your true like, character. And
0: no. And she's like, no. And then I love Aang, though. Because when he gets rescued by the blue spirit and then mm-hmm. he sees it's Zuko, he almost leaves him.
1: He thought about
0: it. He thought about it. And then he's like, I can't. And then when he wakes up, he's like, you know, I think if we were met at a different time. We could have been friends. Like, Aang knows this. Yeah. Even though all Zuko has ever done is hurt him.
1: But, but again, you, it's, you don't learn this until season three, that he is both the son, uh, the grandson of an avatar mm-hmm. and the grandson of the avatar's best friend. Yeah. So, like, obviously Aang would be friends with him. <laughs> I
0: know. Like, uh. Uh. And also, I just like that, I mean, even with Korra, like, both avatars, personality-wise, were what the opposite of what the world needed. Yeah. So it's, like, it's literally, like, designed to be, like, hey, this is who you are, mm-hmm. but here's what people need. Because Aang was such a incredible pacifist. I like the term pacifist because it's someone who chooses peace even though they're incredi- incredibly capable of great violence. Yeah. That's what a pacifist is. Not someone going, like, I don't like fights, so I don't fight. It's, I'm really good at fighting, but I'm pacifist because I am choosing actively to integrate into peace. Yes. Well, Even though I could totally just honestly, body all of you.
1: <laughs> I think peace is a harder choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, And I, I think that's one thing that I learned from Avatar at such a young age, is that peace is a choice, mm-hmm. and it's a repeated choice. Because
0: you can see the minute... Aang's piece is shattered. Like yeah. he is not a peaceful person. No. The second Appa disappears from his life, he's very combative.
1: Ooh. Oh my gosh, I he he might have killed someone had Appa not come back.
0: Yeah, like you can see that he's like working and processing. So by the time they get to Bossing Say, he's like doing better about it, but his temper is on the shortest fuse. Oh, oh man, like, because uh... like by the time they get to Bossing saying and they're painting pictures of Appa, mm-hmm. like he's him and soccer like messing around joking around like having a good time but, he's like, but the second there's like a drama thing immediate seriousness yeah. no time for peace no just i will take you out because i need i can <laughs> like it, it's so weird like if you look at him in the first season he, like it's literally his last resort is violence because mm-hmm. even when he gets in a first fight with sugo he's avoided
1: but it's also, like, the techniques he was taught and how he lived his life, mm-hmm. like...
0: Because airbending is very much, like, go with the flow. So every move that was coming out, he would just redirect. And every time he, like, did a move back, it was usually a redirection into that. Mm-hmm. And it was never, like, super harmful. I mean, I say that even though he just, like, blasted a massive column of wind at you and you flew back 30 feet. But, but nobody, like, died.
1: Yeah, but you didn't get hurt. You were just removed from the situation. Mm-hmm. Right? He removes you
0: from the situation. Whereas in the second book... He is, like, throwing people left and right.
1: <laughs> there's just some weird noises, and I can't figure out what it is.
0: That tapping noise?
1: There's a tapping noise, but then there's, like, a weird wet noise.
0: Sounds like keys clacking.
1: Oh, Avery. Avery. Will you put water in the cat's water? That's what that one is. Oh, there you go. Finally I identified ah, it. Because this has been bothering me for a little
0: bit. See, <laughs> so that's the thing. I don't hear a lot, and when I do, I have a normal, quote unquote, normal. Because what is normal?
1: Uh, mm, <laughs> at this point, at this point,
0: I'm starting to think that ADHD is the baseline, <laughs> and the people who decided it wasn't normal didn't have ADHD. <laughs>
1: You wouldn't be wrong.
0: <laughs> Anyways, because first of all, I couldn't really hear it until you brought it up.
1: Oh no, it was because just, like, I just. at my brain, I also. filter
0: out noises. You just hear everything. I don't always. get that option. Yeah, you don't get that option.
1: Like literally, that's, that's I was what born I'm with a filter.
0: You were born with no filter.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm learning. Is ADHD? I just like I was born without preset filters.
0: Mm.
1: Like apparently, y'all, it's a uh, it's normal to not feel your clothes on you at all times in all places. Yeah, I can tell you exactly how any specific article of clothing feels without thought.
0: Yep. Anyways, so, like, with book two, though, like, he's really just, like, slamming people left and right. Yeah. And then book three, it's an interesting mixture.
1: Because well, he kind of, like,
0: is- assesses the situation to see, does this need my immediate action? Mm-hmm. Or can this be an avoidance situation? And the closer they get to the last episode, he starts getting more and more combative. But, like, when they're in the Fire Nation, he's doing a lot of avoidant redirecting thing.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's think... mostly
0: in line to blend in, but also he's like, these children are kind of brainwashed.
1: <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're children. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think also it's, he's had enough time to sit with that side of himself mm-hmm. to assess what kind of avatar he wants to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I think is funny, because somebody brought it up. We're like, so did you kill the Fire like, No, I took away his bending. I found a solution. And then it goes, Sokka's Cus- And He's like, we literally just ran an airship into another one and killed everyone on board. Like, we literally just murdered, like, thousands of Fire Nation people right in front of you. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Aang didn't do it.
1: So Aang is Aang, a- with himself.
0: Yes, Aang never had to kill anyone, which Sokka didn't have a problem with it.
1: Sokka also... Different trauma.
0: Yes. His trauma was its killer be killed. Yeah. From a literal experience. Also, out of all the scenes in Avatar that are most emotionally impactful for me, it's when Sokka and Toph fall. Sokka, like, breaks his leg and he's holding on to Toph and he's, like, about to cry and he's like, I don't think Boomerang's coming back. And then they're about to die and all Toph can see is nothing all she has is her hand in Sokka's,
1: <sighs> and
0: all all she has is his hand and her his voice, and that's all she has in her world.
1: Which would be so traumatizing.
0: I know. Which is like, when we get into Korra, which again, I didn't really enjoy it, like I know
1: it had its good things.
0: And it's bad things, but well, it heard, just...
1: I heard that the reason that it was so wonky... Is because it was only supposed a, to have one season. And then they only approved a season at a time, so they yeah. couldn't have an overarching story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah,
0: Because if it had been just the one season...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Because they only read it for one season. And then it's like you have to fill in things. Which makes it way harder. Yeah, So you have to pick at threads that weren't really there.
1: Because you closed everything up because it's supposed to be one season.
0: Mm-hmm. But... But I think it's just so a lot of Toph's kids emulate Sokka.
1: I sorry, yes, I see you smiling because I think you can hear my kiddo.
0: I didn't hear what he said. I heard no, him.
1: He's he's singing Bingo <laughs> the
0: door. Um, uh, uh, but a lot of people are like I think that Toph's children are Sokkas, and then I was like, but what about Suki? Like, where is she? Like, even when you show all of them as an adult, Suki's not there. Where did she go? What happened to her? I don't know. Did she freaking die?
1: Oh, poor Sokka.
0: Because I think Sokka is too good of a person. Because like oh, I don't. He would have never. He would have never cheated on Suki. No. First of all, they're either broken up or she's like dead. <laughs>
1: Those are the options.
0: But because of the moments that Toph and Sokka have together, mm-hmm. like I can see it.
1: Oh yeah.
0: For sure. Which is why I think. When Sokka died, it makes total sense that Tofa just was like, quit the world. I'm and done. left.
1: Bye. Because,
0: <laughs> like, her landline to the connection of the world with Sokka.
1: For a lot of it, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think especially that one traumatizing moment would just have solidified that for her.
0: It's, like, seriously, when she falls into the water and Suki saves her, and she's like, Oh, Sokka! And then she's like, you can let me drown now. <laughs> Which kind of gives the hint that she's a little bit crashing hardcore on him.
1: She's also young,
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: we don't remember that first crash. it was weird.
0: Mm-hmm. But I was like, I could see it. Which kind of explains, like, it's interesting, because, like, watching her be an adult in the clips that I've seen, I didn't, I never finished quarter, I got really, really bored. <laughs> uh, I never even
1: started.
0: I think I got halfway through season two, and then I was like, I'm bored. Like, I guess she's traumatized, but I'm bored. <laughs> like, I can't, I'm really bored. Um, but it's interesting seeing her like be a cop person with all these rules. That's
1: not which they found at all. Yeah,
0: which didn't make sense to me cuz I was like her entire childhood was being confined to rules and she hated every second of it. And yet here she is being the rule person in this new city.
1: I will say though, they finally finished up Arthur and DW being the cop. That makes
0: sense. That makes a lot of sense. D.W. was already trying to police people when she was like four.
1: Yes. So her turning up to be the police officer, I was like, that tracks.
0: Mm-hmm, that okay. tracks. She's okay. definitely a very strong personality. Ow! In case you guys were wondering, there's a tiny human moving around.
1: Technically, I don't even know if she can be called a human yet. Ow. Human yet.
0: There's a parasite moving around.
1: A parasite?
0: <laughs> I have a parasite.
1: For at least a couple more weeks and then it'll be a baby. Mm-hmm. I got to hold a baby yesterday. A mm. baby. Like
0: So before we went on vacation, which is why we didn't have an episode last week.
1: Yeah, I don't care. We it was it was vacation. funny.
0: Friday I was like, We can record if you want to, and she shook her head and I was like, Alright
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, and then I literally like went in the other room and then I passed out with the light on. Yep. Like I
0: Dude, she needed that vacation hardcore. she got a lot more sleep than you normally would have
1: <laughs> I gotta read I read like five books
0: she's a really fast reader I read one and a half
1: <laughs> I, this is my life it's fine
0: speaking of the books that I read mm. Akatar so Faye is great and everything she has her whole story mm-hmm. which did I understand you it? huh? did you finish it? oh I did you did say it did resolve quite a bit I told you but I was still like I was like I have like 45 pages left there's no way I told you uh huh I just, cause, cause I I like that she did switch to Nessa's point of view for the fourth book because Farrah's story was done. Yeah,
1: she'd really had really her
0: growth and her healing, and she got to be who she was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I do like Farah a lot. Farah gives so much of herself to too the much. people she loves. She too just too much of herself. Mm-hmm, which is probably why her and Reese are such good people for one another because Reese literally gives all of himself to the point of self destruction. And Pharaoh's is like, no, stop doing that. And she does the same thing. And Reese is like, no, stop doing that. So it's like they keep each other in check. Whereas Nesta is like, screw you, you don't get any of me. And screw if you, you do get me, it's as I, I give, am.
1: <sighs> I will give you only as much as I deem you worthy of. Mhm.
0: Which is like, so Sibling was telling me like she because I didn't realize I was reading novella. Oh,
1: is it a novella?
0: Yeah. It's like when it's like talking about how she's like. She's so depressed, she literally doesn't feel anything. And in order to feel something, she goes and hangs out in the musical taverns and drinks. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: And just have sex with anything that moves. Because you know, she's trying to cope, but it's a very destructive coping mechanism.
1: Well, to cope, you actually have to process your trauma. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and she just went,
1: no! Well, arguably, I might have done the same thing, so. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, especially because... Since she, since they went into poverty, she was doing just a whole heck of a lot of self-loathing. Yes. Because she's like, I'm the oldest sister, and here I am.
1: Well, and also a lot of loathing for her father of, like, how dare you not actually try to make this better.
0: Mm-hmm. And yet, he actually was, like, trying really hard to make it better.
1: He also had trauma.
0: Yeah, he also had trauma that was unresolved, and he wasn't dealing with it. Yeah.
1: I, I will say... I'm not one for grandiose gestures. Mm. Like, I understand he thought he was making it all better by coming in to save the girls. Yes, it was stupid important that he mm-hmm. brought those backup people. I would have rather he'd been there day in, day out.
0: Yeah, I would like he literally was a side a footnote character.
1: Yeah.
0: So like I didn't really care when he did. I was like, oh. But I was mostly like, oh important though.
1: Yeah, I was like, Oh, that's a lot of drama. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it just Cause Alex was just like, yeah, but she's just like whiny, and I was like, woman, she's traumatized. She's like, she's just so whiny for like a hundred pages, and then she's like, and then she's so whiny for the next hundred pages. I was like, listen, this is like a really good portrayal of someone going, I am so traumatized and refuse to freaking deal mm-hmm. until my family stepped in and said, you are going to deal or still help me, God.
1: This <laughs> is <laughs> the only thing that saved you from me. <laughs>
0: And I like that even though it hurt Farah, was like dead serious. She's like, You either get better or leave.
1: Yeah. Because I am done.
0: I'm not doing this anymore.
1: Which, arguably, you come to Jesus moment. It's hard.
0: Yeah. She's literally on rock bottom. Her and Cassian, though. I'm just like, hmm. Because <laughs> I, seriously, when they went to Farah's uh, manor the first time and they see each other, and I was like, Oh God, please be a thing. (laughs) I was like, the minute he was like, she's like glaring and like, I hate everything about you. And he was like, I am interested. (laughs) And I was like, ah the dynamic is perfect. Because Cassian is like such a chill dude. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really let a lot phase him, kind of thing. And Ness was like, You walked in front of me. I guess that means you die now. (laughs) And Cassian's just like, Yeah, you're that cute. (laughs) I just love this dynamic.
1: That's my crazy Mm psycho. I love my crazy psycho.
0: I know. It kind of like wa- reading about Cass- uh, Cassian and Nesta like their whole they are obviously in love from the beginning of this book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Cassian's like I can't say that. She's not in a place for this. No. Like he's like you are 100% my mate but you are not in a place to deal with that right now.
1: Can, can we just talk about our favorite character from the book? The house. I know. <laughs> the house is
0: fantastic. I love the house.
1: Oh I love it. I was like oh. Oh. <sighs> Like the house was like, Yes, thank you. I will take a new book to read. Here you go have some new ones. And I was like,
0: I like that she was like, here? What else you got in here? And just go, like these. I love these ones. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, me. Okay. And then I like when she comes and she's like, So, this is a book I got for you. And just like, thank you.
1: <laughs> just like, no one ever talks to me.
0: Okay. You know, but also I just love that when she went down into the dark mm-hmm. and it was the house literally being like, Hey, you're traumatized, like, I get that. Like, I, I'm darkness too, but every time it reached out, yeah, people were like, oh, no, no, no. And he was like, oh. <laughs> well, but when she was know. in there and she was like, no, like, I see the darkest of you and I'm okay. Yeah, And the house was like, good, because I need it. <laughs> you know. And I do love that Reese was like, well, you can have the house because it likes you more than anyone. <laughs> and I was like,
1: ah! Yes, Reese, because the house would choose her over And you. I
0: did like the story decision of having Nesta not finish the blood rite. I think it was Because it was more important for her to, to stand, stand up for people she loves.
1: Yes. Well she needed that art. Like that mm-hmm. was that was her redemption moment.
0: Because her entire life is me first, me first, me first. Mm-hmm. And that point was no, you first.
1: Yeah. Well her two best friends. I know. God, I love them so much.
0: Dude, the minute I was like, they got abducted, and I was like, oh my God, they're going to be literally, Gwen, no! And then Gwen was like, this smart one. <laughs> I was like, oh! She was like, yeah, I left the thing and I did that. And she was like, and I was like, Gwen, you're amazing. Yeah, the other two were dumb. <laughs> I was like, I was so worried about her that I was like, why was I worried about you? You're the only one that's fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, the, when they did the, the, the trial run to like actually like pass for the blood rights i was like
0: oh i see it this is good all right cool mm-hmm. <laughs> nope i i was like cool but when they got taken and then i was like there's weapons who on earth i was like trying to figure out who sabotaged it and then it was like and they're like Braylon. and i was like oh duh evil queen that would make sense yeah dude Who's when she got cassian though it? i was like <gasps> That's when I sent you that video, because she was like, she got Cassie with the crown, and I was like, there is not enough pages for this to be resolved. Don't I you. I felt a little bit miffed, though. It was literally like two seconds of mm-hmm. Cassie under control, and then it was fine. I think... I It would have made the book a lot longer, but it would have been really... Like, I would have been stressed out of my mind if Cassie had been caught for a while. Yeah. Especially with Az being right there and not... Ah! The emotional fallout of that should have been way bigger, because it was like Az was like no, and then nothing. Whereas like if we cut back to like Az going back to Reese and be like, so Cassian's caught, <laughs> I would have been like, oh my god. Which is why they didn't want Az to go in in the first place.
1: Dummies. <sighs> Reese and Feyre making a bond that which was dies, like the other dies. I was like. Are you effing kidding me? Your well, which is, is funny, because a- when I read that, I was like, ah,
0: cute. And then they're like, Re-, she's, they're like, who could die terrible. And I was like, oh,
1: my God, you're both so dumb. Yeah.
0: But also, like, that came out of a purely traumatized reaction.
1: Yes. And because like-
0: Reese watched Fayra die, and it was horrifying for him. And then she watched Reese die, and it was horrifying for her. And both of them are like, I can't do that. I cannot live when you don't exist. Which is like kind of a toxic way to be with someone, but like, but also like that bond, that bargain is 100% a trauma response.
1: I'm aware, but it's still dumb. (laughs) I know.
0: But also I like that at the end of the book, they're like, hey, by the way, how they keep saying the mother, like, that's a real thing, and you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, because you know it is, but then it's like, here's, I'm going to put like a little kernel of evidence that it is real because... Nesta gave the power back to the Cauldron, but the mother was like, "How about you just had a smidgen of it? Just, just this much.
1: Yeah. This much I give back to you." Uh huh. You're like, "Oh, there is a god in this universe." Because okay. it's like
0: it's not it's not just like a religion. This is a real thing, okay? Because every single fit person on the planet that is Fey, anyways, believes in the Mother, mm-hmm. regardless of how they feel about things.
1: Yeah.
0: So I was like, mm. "Also, how the King of Hybern died." I didn't know how I felt about it, because they brought him up to be this big bad awesomeness, and then weak can't fight uh, Lane takes him out, and I was like, hold on, what?
1: I will say, I will say, books have always taught me that the big bad needs to be taken out by a big bad action.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, because your villain is only as smart as your hero. If your hero's dumb. And your hero manages to outsmart your villain, your villain's not smart.
1: Well, if he managed to quote-unquote outsmart, that was all luck, a little bit of skill, and a whole lot of weird coincidence. Which is why
0: people say if your villain is a lot smarter than your hero, your hero needs to defeat the villain on their strength. Mm-hmm. Not through the villain's strength. Because otherwise it undercuts everything the villain did.
1: Like This Mistborn. Mistborn.
0: You can't decide if I should reread those books or not.
1: I almost bought a box set.
0: I have a box set. (laughs) I will, because I I don't remember a lot about Mistborn. I just remember being like, this magic system is the standard in which i pit all magic systems to.
1: I remember being so, so freaking mad at the ending. Oh, yeah. Just because I didn't see it.
0: I think that's why we were mad. They had no idea it was going to come. You are just like,
1: what? Okay, but like, what? I am so well read that like...
0: Well, and with the speed you books too, like...
1: It, I read a lot, but I, you know, autistic um, pattern recognition mm-hmm. is like...
0: You see the formula of books very regularly.
1: Yeah. It's, it's arguably which is than why autistic persons rate which is why
0: I tell people like if you want a really good fantasy you need to rebrand as fantasy not because he's a household name because he's just that good he's
1: fantastic
0: like he is just that good because he takes the regular fantasy thing and then he creates something new to go in it like the My flesh is itchy. <laughs> the the Knights of radiant series whatever it's called
1: yes I need to get caught up on that one
0: I I'm only like a book and a half in. I got just dist- like I keep four. I keep getting really distracted with other things, but they're so good. Anyways, um, it is definitely farm boy becomes hero kind of thing, yeah. but he's taken a trope and just really twisted it to be something new, which is how you're supposed to do trope well.
1: Kind of like the Son of the Black Sword by uh, Larry Korea I don't
0: think I've ever, I. Larry Kreyer may be one of my favorite authors, but I'm so behind on how many on his books.
1: Oh books went out for
0: the word "so behind." Is key there.
1: Almost ten years.
0: Yes, he's so behind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I actually really liked it. It he, he took the, the hero trope and flipped it on its head, mm-hmm. like the the chosen hero, the, the special one, flipped mm-hmm. it on its head. It yeah.
0: was. See, that's how you do. It, like, because the trope isn't a bad thing. It's just doing a new fun thing with it. What
1: are you even doing,
0: kitty cat? I don't know. Uh, because that's what Brandon Sanderson does. He takes the typical tropes of a fantasy novel and then creates something new out of it. For instance, like, I remember we went to the Shakespearean Festival. Someone was like, th- someone was like I don't like Shakespeare. He's just full of cliches. And someone was like, We get all of our cliches because of Shakespeare.
1: They weren't cliches when he wrote them. <laughs> like,
0: none of these happened until he wrote them. Like, he is the—he is literally the groundwork from which all cliches come from. <laughs> so, like, when it's every time there are so many farm boy become hero story, but you just make it da- a different enough story. Right? Like Luke Skywalker is the poster child for farm boy becomes hero.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Aragon is literally a step by step on farm boy becomes hero. <laughs> he literally is a farmer boy. He literally is. <laughs> I, it might be a short story or a small novella, but I wanted to write Farm Boy Becomes Hero from the mentor's perspective. Hmm.
1: How would that go?
0: Really fun. (laughs) It was really fun. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of the whole, like, I'm the chosen one thing, and he's looking at like, you're such a dumbass. (laughs) Like, I know you're the chosen one, and great, you can do all these things, but you're also like 19 and an idiot. (laughs) Like... But his mentor isn't that much older than him, so they can have, like, a brotherly relationship rather than, like, a... Like, 25.
1: Old enough to be, like, I'm an actual
0: adult. <laughs> Old enough to be, like, I'm an adult, but also, like, I have no idea what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> I need an adult here, adults. Mm. That ever stops. My dad showed up the other day to come over and have a conversation with me, and I opened the door, and I was like, Hi! How do I measure for a new toilet seat? And he just, like, blinked at me, and I was like, I told you Chaos Abound. Come in. Come in. <laughs> and then I was like... Hey, by the way, since you're here, can you clean up my pee trap? <laughs> like, was I purposely avoiding the conversation? Kind of. Did it work? Meh. I got, I got help out of it.
0: He got a so-so. <laughs> um I say? I can do
1: it. Maybe it's just a sign we need to give up and go to bed. I'm not even gonna lie. I was genuinely mad when I realized it was Friday.
0: (laughs) You're like no.
1: Yeah, although so I saw funny, saw funny TikTok today about like, this guy being like, guys, you know, like the worst question your your girl can ask is, do you know what tomorrow is? And I like paused and I looked at Avery and I was like, that's not the worst question I ask. And he's like, no, normally it's Thursday, like. (laughs) do you know what tomorrow is yeah normally it's thursday and i was like do i really only ever ask on wednesdays he's like most of the time (laughs) most of the time it's a wednesday question (laughs) (laughs) i just don't know yeah
0: it's weird because like i get what he's saying because you're like oh my god what did i forget but i was like me and boyfriend are too much of the same person that during pandemic year, we forgot about our anniversary entirely. Literally,
1: my mom texted me, like, two weeks early, happy anniversary, and I was like, it's not my anniversary yet. And then the day of my anniversary, I forgot. <laughs> like, Cause, like, it was, like, 3 o'clock, and he was getting ready to go to work. Because, like,
0: yes, it's an important day, but also, like, we don't... Like, it's just another day. Yeah. Like, we want to do something on it, but it doesn't have to be, like, we got reservations at some schmanchy fancy... No. Like, what we did last last time... On our anniversary, (laughs) we went out to a movie. We watched The Lost City, which is pretty funny. I love Daniel Radcliffe. He only does movies that he wants to do, which Which is great. Which is great, because every time he's in a role, you can tell he's having a blast. Yeah, Because we watched The Lost City with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, and it was actually really funny. And it was the first movie I've ever been to that had subtitles. Oh, wow. I was losing my mind.
1: I was like, this is
0: the most amazing thing ever. Because I watch everything I watch.
1: With subtitles.
0: With subtitles. Unless it's YouTube and it's like the predictive one. I don't know. Because a lot of the times I'm distracted by how incorrect it is. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But I mean, if it's got subtitles and they're accurate, it's on. Because, first of all, I am hearing impaired. <laughs> and my whole entire family has gotten to the point where subtitles are just a necessity. And it's funny because we'll be watching a movie. And, like, if we haven't turned the subtitles on or, like, it's a program it's different and we didn't turn on that option... My mom would be like, what do you say? My dad would be like, what do you say? And eventually we would just grab the remote and turn on the subtitles, and everyone goes, oh, okay. <laughs> like, well, that's why I'm having a hard time watching this movie. Because I'm missing a lot. Because a lot of movies, they don't do it so much anymore, but it used to be like they would whisper when they would talk, and then the action would kick in, and you'd have to turn it down because it would be like exploding through your eardrums and breaking your house apart, and then they would talk so quietly you'd have to turn the volume all the way up.
1: So apparently, ads on television... Have like legal requirements that like they can't be louder than at a certain level.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why sometimes ads on like streaming services are terrible because we don't have that same law for streaming services.
0: That would explain why you're just sitting there watching until the movie. And you're like, oh my gosh, what that? <laughs> but I pay for YouTube because I refuse.
1: Yeah, my mom. I somehow got kicked off of the uh, Spotify premium account, and I was like the family premium account. I was like, mom. Mom, did, did did you need to tell me something? And she's like, no, that's weird. I'll add you back. Hold on.
0: Dude, I, like, I did not last very long on the free version of Spotify.
1: I lasted on the free version of um, Pandora. And then I paid for it for a little while, and I went back to the free version, and then I moved over to Spotify, and I started paying for that pretty quickly.
0: Because... Mm-hmm. I it wasn't that bad, because you would get a lot of songs and then, like, the occasional ad. And it's usually the same one to the point where I start quoting the ad. But Spotify, it was, like, four songs and then, like, two or three minutes of ads. And I was like, I
1: there can't. There are certain podcasts I listen to that, like, I know when the ad starts, and I, I've i gotten so good that I can either skip forward that many 15 seconds, or I go, click. Oh, look, the ad is over. <laughs>
0: I mean, I get it. Like get your hustle, get your earnings, which is why like a lot of my favorite YouTubers, they will do an ad where they go, Hey, I'm going to talk about the sin. And then you can fast forward Mm -hmm. because then they still talked about the thing. They still get the revenue from that advertisement, but you didn't have to suffer through it.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause I just like, I can't, cause here's the thing. If your advertisement interrupts my video, you just guaranteed that I will never buy from you. Because now I'm mad at you. And I hate your product. If it's at the beginning or the end of the video, I don't care.
1: I'm mean, well, It's, fine. It. it's okay.
0: fine. But if you interrupt my video, I'm pissed now. I hate you. Facebook ads were so bad.
1: Well, it was like three ads for every one post you actually saw.
0: Mhm. But I mean like during a video,
1: Oh, I they watch. were bad.
0: They were bad. It hasn't been that bad since, but oh my gosh. Like, it was awful.
1: So much, to the point where I right, so. I
0: think they noticed their traffic on the video part of Facebook like was disappearing because people were getting fed up <laughs> what I hate though is that some streaming services, like for Hulu I get it, if you're not paying for it they're like here's an ad, here's an ad, but it's like watching TV
1: yeah
0: like some of them are really bad
1: yeah
0: I have um, who owns it? Let's see. I have a Hulu account. I don't pay for one. I get. The, I have the free version. But 90% of the stuff that I watch doesn't have an ad. Unless it's a movie. And even then, sometimes it doesn't even have an ad. Oh. Oh.
1: Excuse me, of course it feels like TV. Disney owns oh. Hulu.
0: Of course they do. Disney's trying to rule the planet.
1: Well, if they will put in effort for conservation and fixing our global... Um, temperature crisis. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. It's so
0: weird. The South is having like horrendous Vegas flooded, by the way. And my St. friend George was like, flooded. "Not uncommon for Saint George." But
1: like,
0: but also course. like it flooded. Uh, but someone was like, "How the heck does Vegas flood And I was like, "When Earth, when the Earth is that dry, it,
1: the it water absorb.
0: doesn't soak in. Mm-hmm. It just kind of sits there on top and doesn't go anywhere, which means it builds up really fast." If you have, which is why the rainforest doesn't flood very often because the water just goes right into the dirt. Just yep. right there. So it's was like, that's why if Vegas had, to, like, a light drizzle over three or four days, they would have been fine. Yeah. But they got a massive downpour. Just, <laughs> which is interesting because, like, I know we're having a drought crisis, but we've been getting, like, a surprising amount of rain. Yeah,
1: but none of it is staying.
0: Mm-mm. It's not raining long enough or hard enough for it to, like, make an impact. Yeah. What we need is just, like, four or five days of, like, a good downport on the mountain specifically, because then all those rivers can feed in. Mm-hmm. Which is why the Great Salt Lake is disappearing, because none of the rivers are reaching it anymore. Antelope Island is no longer an island.
1: That's weird mm-hmm.
0: to think about. Hasn't been one for a while. I
1: haven't been there since I was
0: like 10 or something. Last time I was there, my brother threw a rock at a bison, and the bison charged the fence, and my dad was like, what did I tell you? <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where you go I t- don't do that don't do that alright fine find out and then you find out and you're like oh no sex for you
1: I've done that to my kids be like don't don't alright <laughs> yeah I, I, were you jumping on the kid yeah yeah I told you if you want to jump just jump on a trampoline just mm-hmm. on a trampoline
0: yeah, mine, we have hammocks that go with the trailer whenever my mom and dad will set them up and every once in a while my nephews will forget the, it's not a toy. And they'll start swinging around and they get swinging just right enough that they fall out and just goes boom. And it's hard enough that you just mm. all the air just flies, flees from you. And then like, Aah. and then it like, tells you, obviously, like, do the whole month, like, oh, I'm sorry that sucked But she was like, I told you it would happen. Like, I told you this would happen. Like, what did I say?
1: Yeah, I think it was like, oh, I don't remember what age it was, but at it, some point, decently old age kids can only I'm gonna have to look it up. I think it was like 8 or something by 8 kids can only control their impulses 20% of the time oh. yeah. my oldest
0: nephew's 8 <laughs> yeah
1: only 20% of the time can they control their own impulses that's why parents are important
0: mm-hmm. uh, I think the one time that I heard Kelsey, do mom voice, and I was like, oh my god. Like I heard her use it, and I'm like, oh, they're in trouble. But the one time I heard her use it in the way that I was like, who is that? <laughs> um She was changing oldest nephew's diaper, and I can't remember if 2.0 nephew was born yet, but she was, he hated having his diaper changed to the point that that's why she started potty training him so early because he hated it so much. Mm-hmm. And
1: which is arguably a very good reason. <laughs> and I just heard,
0: you do not. Kick mom like that, and it's because she was changing him, and he kicked her right in the face. Yeah. Hard enough that she, like, I think she got a bloody nose. Oh. But I hear this smack. Like, she spanked him real hard and was like, You do not do that. Yeah. Because he was like, Fessing. And the minute I heard that smack in her voice, not a peep out of him. Because she was done. And my dad from the kitchen was like, <laughs> <laughs> He was like, That's a dead child. <laughs>
1: Literally one point I was like bouncing on my bed and then like bounced up underneath me and slammed my glasses into my like eye socket and it was just like ow and he's like Mama you hurt me and I was like, Mm-hmm, you also hurt me because you weren't paying attention. Mind you, this was after he doubled knee jumped on my belly. It was an accident, he was trying to get over me, but he double-knee landed. Ugh. His sister didn't like that.
0: And then you're like, don't throw the child. Do not
1: throw the child. No, I went, huh! and did my painting and I was like, Avery <laughs> Cause at that point one point I was feeling better. So he was jumping back and forth across my body again. Child. Um. <laughs> right,
0: did you see that video of as like what happens when you've told them repeatedly to leave the ducks alone? <laughs> So the kid goes over there, literally snatches a baby duck out of the water and is shocked when the mom is like, absolutely not! And just goes full on, I'm gonna kill the child. Like, terrified scream. And instead of being like, oh no, the kid, you're like, eh, you deserve that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, because there's a point. It's like, I I told you. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, oh look, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: here comes a consequence, 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 consequences, follow me right now. That's the one thing I do like about Comic-Con. Deadpools show up and they just have fun. Because, like, Deadpool might be an anti-hero, but he's, like, a good guy.
1: It's a... <laughs>
0: <laughs> are we, are we... I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're nearing the close.
1: I'm past the close. I missed the exit three stops back. I'd like to be done now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the worst when you space out enough driving that you're like, oh, wait, that was the exit. <sighs> Especially when you live in our dr- have-to-drive-everywhere city. It's a long time before you get to the I will one. say,
1: I will say, I really struggle with depth perception on Google Maps to, like, real life. Yeah,
0: I got first-hand experience in Portland. <laughs> it
1: happens, I, will, I <laughs> But, like, but. It ex- happens even to me.
0: But you're, the excuse you have is that it was a really freaking weird direction. It was
1: so weird. It was and odd. the signs weren't helping.
0: It was because it was like, we're getting on the freeway and then there was like neighborhood entrances on the freeway entrance. It was really weird. You
1: had to like, flip a UE around a block to get on the freeway. It was weird.
0: It was weird. So when we blew past, it was like, we were out and we were both like, wait, what? What do you I'm mean like, you're adding?
1: What? That was, no, I, the next one? And then we were
0: getting, like, on the off thing, and the corner happened so fast. There was no warning or nothing. It was just like, oh,
1: my God, slam the brake. Yeah. Because the
0: speed limit was, like, 55, and I was going, like, 60, and all of a sudden, I have to be like, oh, my God, we're stopped. <laughs> because it was turning, mm-hmm. but it was turning, like, in a straight-up right angle, and it, re- and it was a red light. Yeah. Which Utah is very good at being like, hey, you're driving at a speed, the light up's up there is changing, here's some flashing lights to let you know it's time to slow down.
1: Nothing.
0: Nope, it was, we were both really shocked by it. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Alright. Portland West, oh wait, a little tidbit before we go. Yes. So we went to Powell's bookstore. It was great. It was awesome. Between the two of us, we got 30 books. <laughs> yes. It was... And
1: two shirts and a pair of socks. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was interesting getting all the books home
1: well um, is... <laughs> my book my suitcase was so packed with books that i could tell when the tsa technician got to it with the screen because it just stayed there for a little <laughs> a while his face was
0: are those those books <laughs> <laughs> like, yes sir what yes sir there is uh, there's uh, about 15 books in there because <laughs> i fit nine in my bag And then the rest had to go with you.
1: I only took two in my backpack. (laughs) So 13 plus five, 18.
0: Yeah, so she carried 18 and I had nine. (laughs) Well, there was 18 in my suitcase. Well, she rolled 18 in her suitcase. Yeah. But it was a fun time. And we drove to the beach and had a good time. It was good. Mm -hmm.
1: It was a very nice break.
0: She got a lot of sleep and didn't have to be mom.
1: (laughs) I did not have to be anything more than a person. Mm-hmm. That was real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came home and my kids were so excited to see me. Also, like, wary of, like, where did you go, Mom? Mm-hmm. Why did you leave me? They're like, I
0: had a good time with Dad, <laughs> but where were you? I'm not
1: going to lie. The morning after, I uh, went in and, and got 2.0 up, and he just, like, clung to me like a koala. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, someone missed me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're about to be so upset in a few weeks.
1: <laughs> no, because we've left him before. No, I
0: mean, because you're gonna have a new child. Wow. He's gonna be like, "Excuse you, I'm the little one."
1: <laughs> he's gonna be my problem child. Yeah, with the uh, hey, siblings.
0: he's gonna be the middle child. <laughs> You've seen it. An- You've seen enough TikToks. You should know how to avoid the middle child syndrome.
1: <laughs> no, he's definitely gonna get lots of loves and lots of one-on-one time and. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> 1.0 has already got used to the idea.
1: 1.0 didn't even care when he got his first sibling. <laughs> he,
0: like, was, he was really little, though, to be.
1: No, no, because he was old enough to be like, what are you? It's a baby. Yeah, I'm done. Bye. I'm going to go play. <laughs> like, that's just, he was just like very unbothered by it. Mm-hmm. And so this time, anyone that's like, do you know Mama has a baby in her belly? And he's like, yeah, this is her name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like Like baby no this is her name you're gonna say it right yeah yeah and then 2.0 is is gonna be like excuse me this is not how life is excuse me i do not like this change
1: now once once baby gets bigger big enough to play i think i think 2.0 will be like all right this is fine i can rock with this
0: yeah i love that all y'all and Mark, and I'm rocking with Mark because he's rocking with us. <laughs> Which I mean, if you're the sole white guy. And but the fact
1: that you got invited and they feel comfortable enough having you there.
0: Yeah, like, you a good dude. Yeah. You a good dude if you're the Tolkien white guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd rather be the Tolkien white guy, but it's fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I gotta be done. Yep. I gotta go to bed. I'm, I'm big hey, tired.
0: That's pretty good, though. I made it pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right everyone, bye. bye. See you next week.